Welcome back to Real Bit of News with Sean and Miriam. And today we're finally talking about Mario Brothers. Because I didn't forget to watch it this time. Good job. I know. It was amazing. <laughs> Watched it while I was supposed to be editing. Yep. I was over there editing and I'm like hearing all the... You know what though? I only needed 30 additional minutes good. to watch. So <laughs> I stopped it in a really good point. Good. Which technically I say 30, but it was like 20. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, so let's just jump right into it. What did you think of the Mario Brothers movie? I'm pretty sure that it's not called the Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, but is it, is it called Super Mario Bros? No. I, probably. <laughs> I just call it the Mario movie. The That's Mario movie works it. too, you know? Yeah. But what did you think of it? I liked it for the most part. I definitely had some issues with it. But like... I sat down and I watched it and I enjoyed it. I didn't get bored. Okay. I think that the pacing was really good. Like I didn't like sit there thinking why, why have we not gotten like somewhere else in the story yet? I think that it was paced well. I didn't get bored. Um, I, I really enjoyed the animation. It was beautiful and very well done. Um, but I was not a fan of the acting aside from Jack Black. I really feel like Everybody else was kind of just there for the paycheck. And then Jack Black was like killing it. He was having so much fun. Yeah. Um, he was born for that role. Yeah, totally. He did a great job. <laughs> but then I felt like Chris Pratt was good. But like I wanted him to be great. Yeah. And then I love Anya Taylor-Joy. I have declared my love for her on this podcast already before. And I was disappointed. I wanted her to be better. I wanted her to seem like she was having more fun which I feel like was kind of lacking in this movie. Like, yes, the animation was fun. Like, the idea of the story was fun, and, like, the world was fun. But it's really important to me that it seems like the actors had fun together. And I think that it was missing from this movie. But, again, I it honestly, was good, not great. I movie. would honestly argue that she didn't have enough lines. I know. you talked. We talked about this, but I feel like she had a pretty good amount of lines. But... Like, think about it. The one, so we see her when she's like, oh my gosh, you're human. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's one line. And then Mario just starts talking, and mm-hmm. then everybody else around her. And then after, honestly, after that, it's like forgettable. Mm-hmm. And then the next time that we see her, or we see her talking to like the Toad Council, um, and they're talking about like uh, Bowser is about to get to the Mushroom Kingdom in like a day or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's like, we're going to go talk to like the king, which is Donkey Kong's uh, dad, mm-hmm. uh, Cranky Kong, Cranky Kong. Um, but then before we go there, we see her train Mario in the basically like 80s style montage, which I loved. Yeah, that was fun. Um, but we don't see her talk there that much. And then she tells her story a little bit. But then Mario takes over and it's like, well, don't you think like when do you want to come back? to Like it's. I feel like every single time she may have had an opportunity to talk, Mario kind of like took over the scene. Hmm. So I feel like she didn't have a chance to uh, to shine, really. I do like that they kind of touch based on the fact that she is human. Mm-hmm. Like We didn't ignore that. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool how she may have gotten to the Mushroom Kingdom by mistake and they just adopted her. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. And I actually, as we're talking about it more... I wonder if my some of my like kind of problems with it is less her voice acting, but more of like I really love seeing her live action. This is the first time I've ever seen her as a voice actress, uh-huh. 
And maybe I was just missing that piece that I love seeing her in so much, where it's like Queen's Gambit, amazing. She was great in the menu, like all these other movies that she's in. I saw her in The Witch when she was a little kid. Like it's such, it's so different. And I think a lot of her acting is quiet and like not through talking. And so maybe I'm like comparing all of her live action roles to this one voice acting role that it just sounded like her. It's kind of similar to how she talks regularly. So it was like, I was imagining her live action, but she's Peach. And so like, there was, there was a, a disconnect. disconnect. Yeah. Jinx. jinx. <laughs> Double jinx. <laughs> I win. That's hilarious. So, yeah. No, that makes sense. I will say the one, and I told you this when I had just finished watching it, the one actor that I thought was the worst choice oh, yeah. for voice acting was Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. Like, I hated Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Mm. Like, I hate seeing Donkey Kong laugh as Seth Rogen. <laughs> Seth Rogen did not adopt Donkey Kong. The same way that, like, when Bowser would speak, I wasn't hearing Jack Black. Mm -hmm. I feel like Jack Black did a really good job in, like, masking Jack Black. Yeah. He was Bowser. I feel like Seth Rogen just went in there and played Seth Rogen. Yeah, he's like, ooh, Seth Rogen. Yeah. (laughs) And just, he, he went in there, played Seth Rogen, and it just so happened that they put Donkey Kong in front of him. Fair. And I think, like, that shouldn't be a thing. Like, even Chris Pratt, when the trailer for the Mario movie came out, Super Mario Bros., I was like, ah, shit. Like, I really don't want Chris Pratt to be Mario. Mm-hmm. Let alone do I want uh, the dude that played Luigi to be Luigi. Because <laughs> I feel like he also had the same issue mm-hmm. as Seth Rogen. I did not hear Chris Pratt mm-hmm. as Mario. I felt like he did also a good job in, like, masking Chris Pratt and played Mario, which I thought was Great, fantastic, awesome, but Seth Rogen and freaking uh, what's his name, the dude that played Luigi. Mm, I'm trying to think. Um, while you're looking it up, I was just gonna say I think that Anya Taylor Joy also kind of fell into that, where she doesn't have like this super like recognizable voice like Seth Rogen does or like Chris Pratt, but I don't know. I, it was hard for me to see her as Peaches and not just Anya Taylor Joy, but. And so I, I think that they were at fault of choosing famous actors instead of voice actors. Right. You know, where it's like they were these big names that everybody knows. And like, I really enjoyed all of the actors. I really enjoy seeing them like in most of their movies. But it was like, why didn't we choose voice actors? Like right. specifically professional voice actors. Right. You know, Charlie Day. Charlie Day. Charlie Day. What else is he in? Uh, he's in a lot of different stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot. He's the usually the meme oh. of like the the lines and the and stuff. Uh, Charlie Day, Charlie Day. Always sunny yeah. in Philadelphia. Let me see if there's a specific movie that I've seen with him in it. Yeah, he looks. Familiar. Oh, he's also in um. There's this uh, romantic comedy. It's in his rom com, uh, with this other chick where uh, his girl oh, with uh, the chick from Jane the Virgin. Yeah. I- that like she dumps him. Oh, is that a pretty new movie? Yeah. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. And, and that movie was actually pretty good. I actually <laughs> really enjoyed it. I watched it with my wife, and I, nice. I was like, "This is really good." I'm not like I love rom coms, but I'm not a, like I won't watch them by myself mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, and that one was just really enjoyable. But uh, Charlie, I want Day, you back. Yeah, I want you back. It's an Amazon original. Um, so yeah, Charlie Day sounded like Charlie Day as Luigi. However, there were instances where Luigi sounded good, and I was like. I forgot it was Charlie Day. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I would hear Charlie Day. 
Seth Rogen, 100% Seth Rogen all the way. Anya, I didn't mind because even in the games, Peaches doesn't sound, um, we don't hear her often. Like though I remember very vividly because like the very first video game that I was able, ever able to play at home was Super Mario 64. So I remember the voice of like, Dear Mario, like, please come, please to come and I'll bake you a cake kind I of thing for your birthday, right? For you. um, I remember that Yours voice. Truly. But if I'm comparing Anya Taylor-Joy with that voice, Sure, it's not the same, and this is the voice that I grew up with. However, I do like it. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind her um, voicing Peach. Uh, Jack Black as Bowser, fantastic. Mm-hmm. All the rave, right? It's all about him. Um, but then we had the uh, the dude that plays Mario in the video games. He voiced Giuseppe, which is... Um, Mar- I think he plays Mario and Luigi's dad. Gotcha. Oh, that's movie. fun. But he should have just been Mario. He should have just been Mario. <laughs> and I think, like, Nintendo was the one that didn't want them playing the same people. Huh. Which I'm like, that's stupid. Yeah, but why? Like, is Honestly. it for, like, the publicity of it? Is that why? Or was it because they truly were like, Chris Pratt can do a better job right. than the original Mario actor? Which, no. no. <laughs> he, di- he didn't. And I don't think he could have. Because... We have this idea of what Mario sounds like in our right. head, and I, and I, I don't feel like Chris Pratt quite got there. Now, gr- now here's the thing. Granted, in Nintendo, in the video games, all we hear from Mario is "Wahoo, mm-hmm. Mamma Mia!" Like, yeah, they're they're little ad libs here and there. That's fair. It's not a full on conversation because most of the time you're reading. Mm-hmm. So I can see where they're like, we want someone who could act, not just ad lib. Fair. So, oh, like, we don't need <laughs> that. We need, I'm going to go find my brother. Like, true. I can see their argument. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that the original voice actor could have done lines, mm-hmm. but maybe they were looking for more. Maybe. But why would I they wasn't have, in that room. Why would they have put him as the dad if they didn't think he could act? That's my opinion. Because <laughs> there, I don't know if you knew, but there was enough uproar from the voice acting community about that bullshit. Oh, really? There was enough. Like, everybody was pissed about it. Yeah. So, I'm just saying, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know I what don't happened. Know. I don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I, I also, I mentioned to this, you mentioned this to you off air. Wow. wow. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, but, I really feel like the commercial that they made was kind of just uh, like an explanation as yeah. to why Chris Pratt didn't have an over-the-top Italian accent. Yeah. Because uh, I think that's kind of what people are expecting. And yes, we only saw like a couple of, wahoo, which you're actually really good at. <laughs> but um, I'm sorry, what was that sound? <laughs> wahoo! Wow. That's actually not bad. But um, yeah, I just feel like they kind of used it as an explanation as yeah. to why Chris Pratt didn't take the time or like commit enough to do it. Um, and there's also like, I wonder if they added the line in post of like, wow, those fake Italian accents were a great idea. Yeah. It's like, is that because of the backlash of the trailer or did right. you do that on purpose? You know, which you see the commercial come back throughout the entire show. So it's like it it was probably made on purpose. It's not like the commercial was made to make the for explanation, that, yeah. but it's like, did they add this line for Chris Pratt in the future? Because of what people were saying in the commercial yeah. uh, from the trailers, but I don't know. It's it again just comes back to 
why not hire professional voice actors? Jack Black has done voice acting in the past, and I think that's why he was so good. He was in Kung Fu Panda. Killed it. And, like, also, he's just so much fun and everything. Panda sounded like Jack Black. That's true. So, like, but also, he has experience being in, like, the sound booth doing voice acting. And so there's a lot of personality that comes through and a lot of excitement that he doesn't necessarily have to be on set to have that excitement and that energy about him, which I think is what kind of happened for the other people. This is all assumption. I haven't, like, seen videos of them acting in the sound booths, but it's, like, I think there is, like we said, like, there's a disconnect, like, when you aren't on set with the energy, and we even feel that way. It's, like, when you're on set, there's a certain energy there. There's an excitement. There's a person that you're, like, acting with, but then it's, like, if you're in the sound booth trying to create these characters, trying to create the personality and, like everything that you want them to have it's like you don't have that same energy as you do on set because your character is like being created on a computer later (laughs) you know it's not like in the moment i was genuinely surprised by michael keegan key Mm -hmm. because he played toad yeah i did not hear him come out same when i saw him in the like in the rolling credits i was like michael keegan key what who was he (laughs) yeah i like I love him from Key and Peele. Like, that's mm-hmm. where I, I first saw him. Yeah. And I think he's hilarious. Yeah. But, like, I did not hear him come through with Toad. No matter how, like, I was trying so hard <laughs> to be, like, very, like, anal retentive. About, but, like, I heard Key come through. Uh-huh. He didn't try to emulate voice from, like, the games. He gave it a whole new voice. And it was great. Mm-hmm. So, again, there's some characters that are just there's some actors that are just better than others mm-hmm. and i think that if they're going to make a sequel that seth rogan should get dropped <laughs> listen he should get dropped mm. um i thought he did it. he was the worst part of that movie wow not donkey kong seth rogan yeah yeah was the worst part of that movie yeah because i think donkey kong was a really fun character and yeah. i didn't have these thoughts while i was watching it because i haven't really seen enough seth rogan to like have that opinion and has he voiced other people because I didn't really see Seth Rogen as Seth Rogen, but more of like a character that Seth Rogen has played before. That it's like, oh, I've seen this before. Um, like I've totally heard from, his voice. Uh, uh, Seth the, Rogen. The one that he plays with uh, the dude from High School Musical. Zach Efron. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Neighbors. Uh, Isn't it Neighbors? Maybe. Yeah, there is a movie called Neighbors. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. he's in a lot of movies, a lot of movies. Uh, and so he basically played uh, the dude from he played Seth Rogen, which is always the guy that's stoned <laughs> and who's the fuck up that his parents don't love. That's who he played. Rough. <laughs> like, here's the thing. So, and and not and this is not saying that Seth Rogen is a bad actor because I don't think he is. Mm-mm. I actually like Seth Rogen as yeah. an actor. I just don't think he was a good voice actor. Fair for Donkey Kong. I think that's interesting because also the other thing is I've seen Seth Rogen now because I just looked at his uh, filmography is that I have seen him play so many animated characters when I was growing up. So he was Mantis in Kung Fu Panda and he was Bob from Monsters vs. Aliens. Like, but it's always the same, which I don't think can be said for Jack Black that it's like. Seth Rogen does just kind of sound the same every time he, like you said, he kind of sounds stoned. He's usually plays kind of a stupid character, 
Mantis, not so much. Mantis was more serious in Kung Fu Panda, but, like, they sounded the same. Right. And it sounded the same as Donkey Kong. But with Jack Black, it's like he sounds different in, like, every movie he plays. He fits the character that needs to be done. Right. Like, he sounds different in School of Rock. He sounds different in Kung Fu Panda. He sounds different in uh, this Mario movie. Like, there's... I think Jack Black has that range that we were missing from the other actors. Yes. He also... It's also like acting method, right? Mm-hmm. It's different. Yeah. So, and as you say, like School of Rock, like the only thing that always comes up to my head is like, have you ever played bass? No, I play the cello. Oh, so look at this. Just turn it over. Cello. Cello. It's like the <laughs> one, like the one line that sticks to my head <laughs> without a doubt. I, I love that movie. I've watched Me it too. so many times. I love that movie so um, much. Everyone does such a great job in that movie. That's a whole other conversation to have because yeah. I'm always impressed with younger actors. For sure. Yeah. Most uh, definitely. Was that a train? That That is a train. Oh, there, remember, like, there's a train like right behind my yeah, house. Yeah, I thought you were starting to play music. I was like, yeah. <laughs> 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 I was like, pretty sick opening. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a, a pretty cool opening for like uh, a train song, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, so... Okay, so I thought the movie was fun. Like, <laughs> l- just like you, we we aren't that separated as far as, like, the opinion of the movie. Mm-hmm. However, one of the biggest separations of the movie was the little blue star. Uh-huh. What was it? Lumini, I think it was his name? Uh, I think it's Lumi. Lumi. Yes. Fucking loved it. I hated it. Oh, it's so good. I hated it so much. Because here's the thing. Lumi reminds me of that one person in your friend group. Who says things and takes it a little too far. Uh-huh. And then everybody has to be like, wow. <laughs> it's like record scratch. What? <laughs> exactly. What? 100%. <laughs> and I loved it. Uh-huh. I loved every minute of it because it was just funny. Mm-hmm. Why is it that you hate it, though? So I hated it because it was a kid's movie. Um, I am not a fan of, like, kind of in some ways making fun of mental health or, like, like worries like that. Because... I personally experienced them, and so I'm like, it's not a joke. <laughs> um, but I'm just, I'm serious when it comes to stuff like that. And I was like, I don't think I'd want to show this to a kid, just because it's like, and it's like one line that really got me was, I can't wait for the sweet release of death. There's no escape. The only hope is the sweet release of death. Whoa! Oh, you've got to be <laughs> kidding me! <laughs> and I'm like, don't say that to kids. Like, I'm not usually a huge stickler for stuff like that, but it's like, I don't know for like it's that specific line and I'm like don't say that to kids yeah if it was in like an adult movie or like something that was PG-13 I'm not saying that the movie should have been PG-13 for this one line or anything but like if it was in something else like say it was in Renfield maybe uh-huh. it's like it's already on the level of like adult comedy and so it might have been funny and I do have to say we we rewatched up like part of the clip where this line is said and I think it's done well within like the comedy of it all because it's like like we said it's like oh just waiting for the sweet release of death and then like the music stops and everybody goes <gasps> whoa what? whoa ha- hang on yeah so i think that it was like written in a way that it made it a joke so it like didn't take itself too seriously but like I, i'm not a fan of seeing it in a kid's movie yeah. but as you were saying like there's always that one friend in the friend group that does this and you are that friend. You're welcome. <laughs> and so like, I think it's funny within that context. And so it's like within other 
areas, I think it would have been funny. Yeah. I just don't appreciate seeing it in a kids movie. So like that's what knocked it down for me. Yeah. But and here's a and here's where we start splitting, right? Because uh-huh. I don't think it was a kids movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was a kids movie. I don't think it was catered necessarily for children. So like yeah, kids could go watch it, but it was meant for people like me who has played all if not most of the Mario games and we recognized levels and we recognized games mm-hmm. from stuff. So like um when they went onto Rainbow Road, we went from Mario Kart, like the original Mario Kart into Mario Kart Double Dash, right? Cuz now we have a second person in the cart mm-hmm. where you could switch off. That was Mario Kart Double Dash. Oh, you could cool. switch who was driving, which uh-huh. was pretty dope. Um, we saw the bananas being thrown, which I thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. We saw the blue shell. Yeah. How the blue shell is activated. It does exactly what it did um, to Mario and Donkey Kong, which I thought was dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw the green shells, how that worked. We saw, um, what else did we see? I don't think we saw any mushrooms being used in Mar- in the cart sequence. Yeah. And it's not until later that we see the rockets and stuff, I think. Right. Yeah. Um, we did see a rocket throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. I think we saw him in Mar- in the cart sequence as well. Oh, really? I think so. I can't remember if it was there or in the final battle. Both. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was cool. So we saw Mario Kart. Um, we saw um, we saw Super Mario Odyssey, which mm-hmm. is one of the newest Mario games, where Bowser is dressed in white mm-hmm. in a suit trying to marry Peach. I think that I played some of Mario Odyssey. My kid played more of it. But like that was one of the main focus where we see him in a white suit, and I thought that was hilarious to actually see it in a video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was great. And then uh, obviously the part where Peach goes and grabs the flag—that's just from every single Mario game, uh-huh. or from the original Mario games. But a lot of the design was Super Mario Maker, which was the game where you could create a, where you could design a level, and you could eventually make it public, and you could make it as difficult as possible. There's things that have like fucking fire. Like the fire wheels that Mario got punched by, uh-huh. like one of those things, like rolling while you have another one and you have to like hide in a very specific spot, huh. so like it passes and you can run through. So there's that. Yeah. So it, it reminds me a lot what you said of Webkins. <laughs> of what? Webkins. It's. What you, is that? You can like I got my first Webkins when I was like I don't know like nine or eight, and they're basically stuffed animals that you can buy at the store and on their like little arms. Because they're like stuffed animals that are like this big. And on their arms, they have like a little code in like a little like plastic little envelope. And you take the code and you go onto webkins.com and you put in the code and then you get to play with your your animal online. And then um, they also created like further down the road, probably like 2010 or something. They made maize and hamsters, which was honestly a lot more exciting than webkins, even though I loved webkins. Um And so (laughs) you could take this hamster and you put in the code for it. And then you have this little hamster world where you can create mazes and like you can create all these mazes with like different rooms and different, like different tubes that you can go through and you run around with your hamster in a hamster ball. (laughs) And then you like can create these mazes, make them public so other people can play them and stuff. And you get like coins for playing and like you can unlock new tubes and (laughs) it's so exciting. (laughs) But yeah, that's what it reminded me of. That's probably the closest uh, comparison that I can make. <laughs> Super fun. Uh, I was in like elementary, middle school this time. <laughs> so yeah, I've made you speechless. You made me disturbed. <laughs>
because he took like Club Penguin and made it into hamsters. It's so much better than Club Penguin. And then somehow Club Penguin is still around. Uh, sadly, yeah. It's because Java, whatever that is, the whatever Java. would load. Adobe Flash. Maybe. Yeah. Or JavaScript. JavaScript. It would run through JavaScript. And once JavaScript was discontinued, Webkins kind of disappeared. Which you can still play in a certain way, but it's not the same. It's not the same. Why do you know that you could still play it? Because I have a lot of little animals to take care of from when I was a kid. I hadn't played for like, what time? Like, I'm trying to think of my age. <laughs> I forgot how old I was. Um, but I hadn't played it in probably like eight years. And then I actually saw a YouTuber that I follow was like, I'm going to go reopen my Webkins account just like for fun to like to stream it or whatever. Not a super exciting streaming, but it's like... So I was like, oh my gosh, I wonder if I could find my Webkins account. And I also, my fiance, he knew what Webkins were because like we're the same age, but he didn't really play them when <laughs> he was my age. But like I had a whole collection and my sisters and I had a whole collection. <laughs> a whole collection. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I want to see how my Webkins are doing. Then and I haven't really been on for like eight years. Deeper I know. And deeper. Okay, to be fair, I am 22. And so it makes sense that 10 years ago I was playing on Webkins. Okay. Why are you touching it now? It's because I saw somebody else open it, and I was like, oh my gosh, I wonder how my animals are doing. You can't say you haven't done something like that. Maybe you haven't, but maybe it's because you are <laughs> not in the... Maybe it's because you're not in the demographic that that would be the case, because I know so many people who will like go back and check their webkins, because they haven't seen them in like eight years, because you totally forget about them. And then it also is like... like I think I remember reading an article like four years or something ago that it was like, webkins is like closing you have to download this app and whatever but i found out that you could like download an app and get to your webkins anyway so i saw them and they're doing good but maze and hamsters no longer exists which sucks so <laughs> yeah there's that really excellent tangent right there hopefully shout out to all the webkins lovers when they were kids i don't know if there's any of them on here but you're welcome go check on them You're welcome. So, uh, Mario Brother movie. Um, so yeah, so you get to see the Super Mario Maker. Um, you also got to see um, a couple of other games that I thought was pretty cool. But it, I enjoyed it. So I don't really think this was meant for like kids. But there, we spoke off air, and I think it was meant for millennials mostly. Because mm -hmm. if you're just some noob zier, that's like, oh, I played. <laughs> Yeah, I played some games. It's like, shut up. No, you haven't. Are you All talking right. to me? I'm talking to people who haven't played the games. Okay. That so suck. <laughs> um, I recognized quite a bit of stuff from Mario Kart because that's mostly what I've played. Uh -huh. um, but my fiance is super into it. And so like, he recognized quite a bit of stuff. And I'm like an older Gen Zer, barely. <laughs> um, but... So I like didn't recognize a whole lot of it. I did enjoy the music a lot because I've definitely heard the music. It's like yes. very catchy. It's very recognizable. So I thought the music was so much fun. Um, I thought of it more as a kid's movie because I didn't have a lot of stuff that like I could relate to because I didn't watch a whole lot of or not watch. I didn't play a lot of Mario Kart growing up. Um, and so when I was in the theater, I was in the th I went to the theaters and watched it. And there was so many kids in our theater where like they were laughing their heads off at stuff or they were like, they thought it was so much fun and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, this is fun, but like, 
I don't find it to be super funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think a lot of the humor was for kids because um, it's a lot of like, like Mario gets thrown around or punched or whatever. And so like it is funny to like certain senses of humor and like, so it, w- it was like still a fun movie, but I felt it like it was a lot more targeted towards kids and millennials who'd played the games. And I didn't feel like I fit into either of those categories. So I was you like... You fit into the kid category. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> After I talked about Webkins for <laughs> five yeah. minutes. <laughs> but yeah. And so I was just kind of like, meh. It didn't quite hit for me. So, mm. but yeah. Fair. So what rating out of five mm-hmm. would you give the Super Mario Brother movies? I'd probably give it about a two and a half. Wow. I know it's kind of low, but... Like I, the stars that I give it for are Jack ba- Jack Black's performance. Okay, I really enjoyed the animation. I think I think the music was great, but I wish I'd seen a little bit more oomph from the actors. Uh, I would have taken the star out just because, for me, I didn't like it. Um, and yeah, so it was like still exciting. And again, you could watch it even if you didn't watch Mario or if you didn't play Mario. I keep saying watch, I'm getting them all confused. Um. Even if you didn't play Mario as a kid, you could still enjoy the movie. But in the end, for me, it was like, it was a kid's movie. I'm like, I really do watch, like, I do enjoy watching animation, but I don't enjoy it as much as live action. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so it was fun to see on the big screen. I probably would go for a $5 Tuesday. I wouldn't go pay full price to see this in theaters. And I would even say you can wait till like it comes out in on DVD and just watch it at your house. I think that kids would really enjoy it, like, especially, like, down the road when I have kids. I would not mind showing this to my kids if they're, like, into Mario and stuff and, like, enjoy that kind of humor. And yeah. Like, it's definitely a fun kids movie. I think it has good lessons in it, like, work together and hooray. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah. So, it, it, again, was fun. It just, it didn't, like, exceed my expectations. It, well... It was better than I was expecting because I heard a lot of like kind of trash reviews about it. But when I actually saw it, I was like, okay, it's better than people were saying, but it didn't like wow me. Yeah. So I I would give it a three. Mm-hmm. It's not that's not a perfect movie. Um, I do think again, I don't think it was much of a kids movie mm-hmm. or intended necessarily for children. Like obviously it was marketed to kids, uh, but I think the movie was definitely for those who. Or a little older, who knew Mario, grew up with Mario. Uh, it was a great love story. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the the guy never got the girl. <laughs> you know, Bowser uh-huh. never got uh, Princess Peach. But it's definitely a three out of five. You know, some of the voice acting wasn't there. Uh, I felt like uh, we did start introducing things or characters um, pretty late in the movie. Like we saw Boo, we saw King Baam. Uh, we saw a couple of other characters, um, and I felt like they tried to, not necessarily nostalgia, but they tried to put a lot of identifiable uh, places, settings, and characters so like that. We could be like, oh my gosh, this is from here, which is cool. However, sometimes you just need to focus on one thing and try to get from there. I did like that we get, like, the final battle was in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I did like that just that because... In Super Mario Odyssey, you do go to essentially Earth, hmm. which is weird because you would think that Mario's from Earth, right? 
But, like, these people are, like, mad tall in comparison to, like, what Mario is. Oh. So he only reaches, like, their kneecap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or at least that's what I remember from it. Um, and it's a city. It's not, like, New York. But we know Mario's from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was cool. Like, I thought it was a really fun movie. My kid watched it. He loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it. I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did. Obviously, have some issues with it. I loved the incorporation of a lot of the video game music into um modern type music yeah i thought it was dope mm-hmm. um but aside from that like is it something that i would rewatch over and over and over and over and over again probably not would i rewatch it if i have literally nothing else to watch <laughs> yes but mario brother movie the super mario brother movie has the same issue that a lot of other video game movies has even though this is animated and they did a little better um it still has the same issues like uncharted has some Mortal Kombat movies <laughs> Uh, the Street Fighter, like it still has the same issue. I think they weren't able to achieve the level of nostalgia and hype the same way Sonic did. Mm. And this is saying that like a lot because Sonic is a live action mix with some CGI um, and they weren't able to achieve the same thing. However, I am curious to see because uh, next week we have um, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. So I wonder when it comes to giving awards to animated movies between those two which one's going to take it Mm -hmm. it should be spider-man but we haven't watched it yet so we don't know Mm -hmm. but i'm curious if they're going to give it to mario just because it's mario or are they going to give it to spider-man because it is the better movie like we've seen already the trailers since we knew it was going to come out Mm -hmm. it looks better yeah already and the original spy into the spider-verse was better than this too so just the animation, yeah. I think, was... Like, well, the animation on both are stunning. Yes. But I just think... One is better than the other. Yeah, I agree. The voice acting to one is better uh-huh. than the other. Yeah, especially, like, watching Into the Spider-Verse. It wasn't until we got to, like, the, the rolling credits that I'm like, oh, that's who it was, in a good way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm curious to see award season, mm-hmm. what happens with the animated movies. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. And then you have a... You wanted to do something. Oh yeah. So <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned. It's coming now. I know, that's what I'm saying. Don't <laughs> don't click away. You'll be excited. It's pretty well, exciting. I don't know about excited. <laughs> uh, well You'll be you'll be something for sure. Yeah, you'll be surprised. <laughs> if it's pleasantly surprised, I don't know, Chief. Mm-hmm. So Tell me, what, are, what is it that you're going to do right now? Uh, we're doing this together. We sounds like a lot of people. <laughs> we are doing this together because um, you agreed. <laughs> That's why I'm doing it as well. Uh. Um, there's a pretty classic scene in uh, the Super Mario Bros. movie mm. um, that was that hit hard, you know. It really tugged on some heartstrings. Um, and it was the one and only Peaches song by the one and only Jack Black. And we thought we'd sing it for you today. We sounds like a lot of people. <laughs> we is both of us. <laughs> I I agreed to yes. sing, I guess. We practiced a lot before this, so get ready. Oh, dear. This one is from my one and only true love, Princess Peach. Peach, <laughs> you're so cool. And with my song, we're gonna rule. Peach, 
understand. I'm gonna love you till the very end. Peaches, 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 A thousand troops of Koopas couldn't keep me from you. Princess Peach at the end of the line. I'll make you mine. That's about as You're good welcome. as it gets. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> you are so welcome. Thank you for uh, joining me on that adventure and for actually singing. Did you actually record into your mic? What do you mean? I couldn't tell if you turned. No, your mic is still on. Okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> mm-hmm. why, why would I not sing? I, I couldn't tell if you were turning your mics down over here. I was like, I know you turned mine up. so. I did turn up your mic. Okay. okay. Especially for that page. <laughs> yes. Yes. So yeah, a little treat for you guys on this Monday. I Pretty just exciting. want you guys to know that she's classically trained. Oh yeah, that was good. <laughs> I've been classically trained as an opera singer for like seven years. Um, I took a break from co- like because of COVID, but yeah, I've been classically trained for a long time. Please don't take that as an example of my singing abilities. That is exactly an example of her singing <laughs> abilities. Yeah, classically <laughs> trained as in like I, I sang opera for a long time. Classically trained as in like... She classically sucks. Thanks. Thanks. JK. <laughs> JK. So, yeah. Just thought that'd be fun. Pretty exciting. And on that I note. I love you. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> I've never been classically trained, so if you think my voice is good, thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I it appreciate that. I like the, the vocal, like, gravel in your voice. Just, bah. You know yeah. Pretty but yet excellent. I can't scream sing, <laughs> which I'm glad because that sounds like it hurts. It actually doesn't, but we don't have to have that conversation on air right now. And so between the next time that uh, we see you and we let you know what you should be watching, what you should be avoiding, or what you should probably catch like on stream, don't forget, keep reading those comic books, keep watching that anime, keep reading those comic books, and above it all, guys, stay nerdy. Stay <laughs> nerdy.